The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona. From boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a $1,000 risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's marketplace to buy and sell sports bets. Check out the new PropSwap.com and use promo code SGP on your first deposit to receive up to $500 in bonus cash. We're also brought to you by PrizePix. PrizePix is DFS simplified. Head over to PrizePix.com and use promo code SGP for a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. We're also brought to you by SoBet. Sign up to bet against your friends and join the social betting revolution at SoBet.io. That's SoBet.io. We're also brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the head-to-head matchups. Download the app today or just head to betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. That's betterfantasy.com slash SGPN. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app, your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. everybody welcome to the hockey gambling podcast on the sports gambling podcast network i am talon jenkins joined with our host we have joel meyer and ryan gilbert boys how the fuck are we doing on this friday night doing great town friday night brews are flowing here got got some games on overtime hockey on right now it's great to see great to talk some hockey for our, our first weekend show here oh i'm doing fucking great as usual but you know what that's because oregon Lost to Utah today, which means I cashed a plus twelve hundred ticket on Utah to win the Pac twelve. That's a beauty. But you know what? UTSA also won the conference USA at plus five hundred too. So I'm just rolling on with college football cash, and uh, that's great. But yeah, hockey's hockey's going great too. I think I'm a six game winning streak or six day winning streak. So everything is coming my way. So let's keep it rolling. Drinks on Joel this weekend. So. I was gonna say, holy shit, send some of that money over to Toronto there, bud. Holy fuck. <laughs> uh, I'm a Mennonite, right? So uh, we're too cheap to buy uh, anybody drinks. <laughs> All I right. I shouldn't even be buying myself drinks. <laughs> well, before we get into it, guys, we'll uh, recommend everybody go heads up and check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. That's the place to be. There's all the picks there when it comes to basketball, football, hockey, you name it. Even golf starting to heat up a little bit. If you're not there, you're missing out, guys. That's where the money is. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. And by all means, shout out, like we always say, to our friends in the Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack group. That's the place to be for live bets when it comes to our hockey games. Shout out to all of our friends there. Guys, I've been having such a blast in that goddamn group. It's the place to be, eh? Yeah, I gotta check out the Slack. We're always putting props in there, getting some quack calls. It's great to see. You know, make sure you uh, find us on subscribe to us wherever you listen to your podcast. You can search for the Hockey Gambling Podcast. 
For Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. And for Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s. Go ahead, follow us, subscribe, leave a rating review. Let us know what you think. Hopefully we can all win some money together here. That's it. Now, before we get into the show, we should say, boys, this is our first Friday night show of our entire career, I guess, on this podcast. And I got to say, I think most of us are two sheets to the wind right now. It's a weekend. We've been watching football. We've been watching hockey all night. We're kind of drunk, but we're still here with you for the picks. With that being said, let's jump into our uh, our locks and shit for last week. Uh, Ryan, you did pretty good last week. Why don't you kick us off here? Yeah, we, I mean, we, we all did pretty okay. My, my lock, the Minnesota Wild. I knew that the Devils had nothing in them. Wild minus 160, easy win. That was also my total there. Wild Devils over five and a half at minus 120. That cashed. And then my tiny dog, the Predators, at plus 100. Could not get a goal past the Bruins, but two nothing loss there. Still went two and one on, on the day, and it was a it was a good night overall. Yeah, yeah. Also two and one. Uh, the Lightning won. I I got fortunate because uh, Bennington got COVID or something, so uh, <laughs> they had to start Billy Huso. So I knew I was in the I was in the in the money there with the lightning. Um, my dog didn't cash, but you know what? It was a coin flip, contrary to what someone else in this pod said. It's just <laughs> the fact that Markstrom is a better goaltender than Cal Peterson right now. He made astounding saves. Like the, the Kings have shot them by ten shots, whatever. So that one lost, but Florida team total over three and a half. That one cashed. <laughs> I was worried about that one though. I like halfway through the game, it was about the Sabres three, <laughs> Panthers nothing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but in the end, they won like seven four. So <laughs> in the end, it wasn't a sweat. But uh, yeah, that that's just how the Sabers are, and that's how this Panthers wagon are. Yeah, in typical Buffalo fashion, they just shit the bed. Yeah, I shouldn't have even been sweating halfway through the second, right? <laughs> Good point. All right, I had a Calgary money line for my lock against the LA Kings. They were able to pull that one off for me, paying off minus one fifty. My dog, though, Columbus Moneyline, plus 150 versus Dallas. Unfortunately lost, but it was a close game, boys. A 3-2 finish. It was kind of hoping for a bit of a better odds there. They uh, they came out strong early. I think they were up one nothing to start at the end of the first, but a bit of a letdown. And then my total, Chicago-Washington under six. Washington was able to score a late one to tie it up and send it to overtime there. And eventually it ended up not hitting because it was no tease. So they hit seven points. That fucking sucked. But, hey, close enough. What the fuck can you do, eh? Yeah, swept our locks there, three and zero. So that that's what we want. That's what's important there. We we all got our got our win. That's a very good point, my friend. Very good point. All right, guys. Well, we brought it up early. We've had a couple beers. We're two sheets to the wind right now. We got a big slate coming us to us for the Saturday and the Sunday. How about we just jump right into the picks here and skip any NHL news? No, no, no. Wait a second. Wait a second. Oh, Talon is a real gentleman. Because <laughs> on the last podcast, I was saying I was gonna. Walk all over his grave because he has to <laughs> crush the Leafs. And here he is. He just wants to sleep under the rug and, you know, just move on. But no, I I, I uh, have to owe some some shame in that performance from the Avalanche. I mean, mainly it comes down to the goaltending because I didn't know that Darcy Kemper <laughs> would be uh, hit with an upper body injury, whatever that means, like an hour before the game. Right when we were recording, he got hit with that. So I couldn't even change my bets. <laughs> So uh, I blame it all on the goaltender, but at the same time, you know, the, the team didn't pull together and the Leafs are a wagon and uh, they show that they can destroy a shitty goaltender. So credit you know, to Talon I'm, for being a gentleman. 
you know what, man? I, was, I said this in the slacker right away. The uh, the Austin Matthews hat trick was more than enough damage that needed to be done. I don't have to rub it in after that. I'm sure you were feeling in the dumps. But you know what? A low-key credit here. We got to give credit to Nazem Kadri. But he scored his 200th career goal, and he had a two-goal night against Toronto in that game. And don't get me wrong. I fucking love Nazim the Dream. He was our boy. I've always loved that kid. There was a long time where he was one of the only players we had in our organization that was drafted and developed and played for our team. So it was a good game all around. Maybe kind of shitty to watch if you're a Colorado fan. But if you're a Leaf fan, you got to fucking love that 8-3 win against the fucking Avalanche. <laughs> Let's go here, boys. There it is. There it is. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Let's jump into the Saturday <laughs> game slate here, boys. To start things off here, we're looking at Saturday. We have 10 games on the docket. We have the St. Louis Blues against the Florida Panthers to kick things off at a 1 p.m. slate here to start the weekend off. It uh, looks like the game itself is in Florida. St. Louis money line is paying off plus 155. Florida money line minus 180. The over-under is set at 6. Overpay is minus 115. The under minus 105. Ryan, kick us off here, bud. What do you got? Uh, we got a little afternoon matinee here in Sunrise, Florida. And I'm I'm all over the Panthers as normal here. They're 13-1 they're at home. The Blues, you know, they're turning it on a little bit recently, but they've lost five straight road games. They just just lost in Tampa Bay after beating them at home. They've lost in Chicago, in Detroit, in Dallas over the past two weeks. Florida is much better team than they are. Florida came back to beat Buffalo 7-4. They, they came back to beat the Caps 5-4. They had 51 shots against the Caps, 45 against the Sabres. They're just flying right now, firing everything at the net. I feel like they're going to really come out here. And you know what? 12 of their 13 home wins have been in regulation, so I like the Panthers in regulation at plus 110 here. That's a pretty ballsy pick, the way that the Panthers have played these days. <laughs> Last couple hot. games. Yeah. They've gone down three goals a couple times. Uh, I think the way to play this is play Panthers on the money line after they go down three goals because the Blues have shown they can't uh, keep a lead and the Panthers have shown that they can storm back from a, a deficit. So... Uh, yeah, I would lean to the Panthers here, but uh, on the live line rather than playing him straight up. You know, maybe you could say that the coach is, I don't even know who, who's the injured coach right now. But <laughs> <laughs> he's going to work in the guys saying, oh, we can't get off to a bad start. Maybe that's the case. And yeah, Panthers in, in uh, regulation is a good pick there, but I don't know. I, I, I can't I can't trust on the way that they've started the past couple games. Um, Brodsky hasn't been as well as he was playing in the first half of the season. So, yeah, I lean to the Panthers, but I, I can't trust uh, them to make a wager on them right now. All right, you guys bring up good points, but I'm leaning one different thing here. For the Blues and Panthers, I'm leaning towards the under six at minus 105. Now, it's a one o'clock game, kind of leaning towards the players being a little bit sleepy, boys. You know, you wake up a little bit early and shit like that. You're not really feeling yourselves. And keep in mind with Jordan Binnington out, Vinny Husso's in net. With that being said, in five games played, he has a 2.24 goals against average, a .2 or .924 save percentage, and one fucking shutout. Now, packed out of mind, like you said, you know, Bobrovsky hasn't been that great the past, you know, four or five games, but we all know what he can do in net. So at the number set at six, I'm kind of liking the under of minus 105. I'm going to be hard on that. Fuck everything I just said. I forgot Philly Hoos was playing. Lay the Panthers. Lay the points <laughs> of the Panthers. <laughs> He's awful. The difference between him and Bennington is massive. So I'm all with Ryan here. Bennington's here still on COVID, buddy. He's coughing up a lung over here. Look out. He's got the Omicron Percy I-8 Futurama virus. So look out. 
<laughs> right. Moving down again to the 7 p.m. slate, we have the Tampa Bay Lightning against the Boston Bruins. Uh, looks like the game itself is in Boston. Tampa Bay money line pays off plus 100. Boston money line minus 120. Over under set at 5.5. Over plays plus 110. Under minus 130. Uh, I'll kick us off here, boys. This is going to be a tight game. Tampa Bay obviously is a fucking legend. They've back-to-back Stanley Cup champions. I know they're a bit injury-ridden. With that being said, I'm on the Bruins money line minus 110. Boston is quietly 6-3-0 versus division games this year. Tampa is 3-2-1. Kind of not the numbers you want to hear from a team. Obviously, we're still one-fourth of the year, so there's still lots of room for them to grow, but I'm liking the Bruins money line on this one. I mean, I, I feel like I'm sounding like a broken record here. I don't think the Bruins, uh, the Bruins are a good team. They just don't have many impressive wins this season or recently at all. They've been alternating wins back and forth since beating the Flyers a few weeks ago. They beat Buffalo, Vancouver, and Nashville. All three of those teams kind of aren't really that good. They lost to the Red Wings, lost to lost to the, the Rangers, lost to the Flames, and I kind of put the the Lightning in that in that bucket there where they're they're as good as those teams they kind of they kind of have boston's number over the past few years especially they beat them in the playoffs and the bubble so i kind of like like the lightning here at plus 100 as as dogs here get a little value yeah you know i like the bruins uh, i usually bet them but in this spot the lightning i think are are the better team right now uh without marshan i don't think that their their power play has the same click the first line doesn't have the same click and the Lightning has uh, vastly superior goaltending. So at this point, I would lean to the Lightning. Uh, I don't have a bet in this game yet, but I would lean to the Lightning here as dogs, even in uh, even in the garden. Watch to see who the goalie <laughs> is, though, because it is a back-to-back for the Lightning Saturday, Sunday. I imagine they'll play Elliott against the Flyers on Sunday against his former team, but you could see them switch it up, but then playing Vassy against Boston makes more sense as a better goalie against a better team, but just definitely confirm that before you bet on the Lightning. Moving down again to the 7pm slot here, we have the New York Islanders against the Detroit Red Wings. Uh, looks like the game itself is in Detroit. New York money line pays off minus 120. Detroit money line plus 100. The over-under is set at 5. Over pays minus 140. The under minus 120. Uh, Ryan, what do you got here, bud? Are the Islanders ever going to win again? <laughs> I don't think so, especially especially not today. Detroit is a surprising 8-2-2 two two at home. The Islanders have lost nine straight games. Everyone said, oh, just wait till the Islanders get home. Wait till they get home. Here's what happened. They got home. They scored two goals, zero goals, one goal, zero goals, <laughs> one goal. They they can't do anything right right now. They had the COVID pause. They're getting players back, but I can't trust them at all. And to get to Detroit as an underdog here, plus 100, they've won four straight. They beat St. Louis. They beat Boston. They just beat Seattle, who's kind of improving recently. So I don't understand this line whatsoever. Give me the Red Wings plus 100 all day. Oh, oh man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, the that's Islanders. The <laughs> Some teams, man, you just, you just, uh, they're like an anchor, right? You just, you just, they, they, you get caught to their, you can't go anywhere without them. Right, and the, the Islanders are my anchor right now. I just keep betting them; they keep sinking me. They they can't let me go anywhere. But I gotta go back to them because I still believe in them. I still believe in them, and I do not believe in Detroit. I mean, other than the rookies, you know, and Tyler Pertuzzi, I guess the Red Wings is not a good team. Um, I could be just saying that from agony of watching them succeed in the 90s and the thousands as an Avs fan 
I'm just enjoy- I'm trying to prolong their their uh, tanking seasons, and I I wish that they are a lottery team again. But I gotta go back to the Islanders. Closing my eyes as I say this. This is a no. You know what? Fuck that. The Islanders are gonna win. Let's go. I'm totally confident. This is where they turn around. They lost all their home games, but you know what? They won half their games on the road. So this is where they find their groove again. <laughs> good old good old trots to get him going. Come on. Lou Anarell is going to come down to the benches. He's going to get him going. Both has got to be better. I don't care. No excuses. I don't care if they're all injured or sick or whatever. They're going to beat the shit out of the Red Wings. Let's go, Isles. <laughs> all right. Well, I'm glad he got that out because I got a lot to say here. Detroit money line plus 100 is the fucking way to go. How the fuck do you not take the Red Wing dogs on this of paying off plus 100? Detroit itself is looking to complete a five-game win streak. They're 4-0 in their last four games, looking to make it five. And the Isles haven't fucking won in their last nine games. Get the fuck out of here, Joel. Islanders are going to get lit. No way. Red Wings are going to go five for five on this. That's the play right there, plus 100. Even though Tyler Bertuzzi has COVID or some shit like that, the only player in the league to not be fucking vaxxed. Well, what do you expect? You got fucking COVID. With that being said, I'm on the Red Wings here. Plus 100. They're going to go in. It's a home game for Detroit. They've been pretty goddamn good in that brand new arena they have. I'm liking the fucking Red Wings here, boys. Let's go. Attaboy. Ryan, you and I are together. We'll give Joel yeah. shit after. Don't even worry about it. <laughs> I'll get All you right. one of these days. <laughs> Ready to win money and boost your odds? WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, and Virginia. We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards right at your fingertips. Get in on all your favorite teams, players, and sports from NFL, NBA, MLB, NHL, golf, MMA, WNBA, college football, and more. WinBet has some brand new bonuses. New users can bet $1 and win $100 on any sport. Plus, you can get up to $1,500 as a free bet on WinBet if you make a first deposit of $20 or more. Whatever your first wager is, WinBet will match it 200%. For example, if you bet $100, you'll get a $200 free bet. The max wager match is $750 for a $1,500 match. Why not use some of those bonuses to bet on our mortal locks this week? Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, we have what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today to receive a special offer, risk-free $1,000 sports bet. Bet big, win bigger with WinBet. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Have you heard about Prize Picks? Prize Picks is daily fantasy made easy. I love this and I know you will too. PricePix has the best NHL DFS prop game on the market. They offer more NHL props than any other DFS prop operator and offers all the superstar players as well as the bottom six grinders. They offer any prop you can think of, from shots to goals and everything in between. You can pick two to five players and an over-under on their projections to win up to ten times on any entry, and it's just you against the projected numbers. They allow mixed sport entries as well, so you can take the over on a Connor McDavid prop combined with the under on a LeBron James prop in the same entry. You can use the the award-winning app on both the App Store and Google Play. Entries can be made in 60 seconds or less, and PrizePix is safe and offers fast withdrawals. So don't hesitate. 
Check out prizepicks.com and use promo code SGP to get a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Or go to your app store and download the app today. PrizePicks is daily fantasy made easy. PropSwap is America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. You can find the best odds in the country because you're buying directly from other bettors. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and PropSwap will double it up to $500. Double the cash means double the odds. If you love sports betting, you need to be using PropSwap. Sellers across the country list their sports bets for sale, and thousands of buyers visit PropSwap every day to find the best odds on futures, props, and parlays. The average PropSwapper makes $500 a month just buying and selling sports bets on PropSwap. Get started today by going to PropSwap.com or download the PropSwap app. PropSwap is where America buys and sells sports bets. Moving down again to your 7 p.m. spot, we have the, oh boys, come on, this is my team. We have the goddamn Columbus Blue Jackets against the Washington Capitals. Game itself is in Washington. Columbus Moneyline is paying off plus 185. Love those numbers. Washington Moneyline minus 230. The over-under set at 6. Overpaying minus 120. The under plus 100. Straight up, part of me is definitely going to sprinkle a half unit on Columbus here. Money line, but that's not my pick. For my definite pick for this podcast, I'm taking the under six at plus 100. And let me tell you why right now. And I say it every goddamn podcast. My fucking boy, Elvis Merzlikens, a 2.61 goals against average, 0.923 save percentage, and one shutout. Oh, yeah, Sam Samov, one nine, or sorry, nine one and one record, 2.52 goals against average, 0.915 save percentage, and three shutouts on this year. Now, I know I got burnt last week, or sorry, last night, rather, on a fucking Washington over, but it missed by one goddamn goal. So I got a feeling that this game goes to uh, at least under six. I'm feeling the under at plus 100 for positive money. I don't, I don't really care what the Black Jack, Blue Jackets are paying. I can't I can't take them against the Capitals, especially because Merz Lincolns and Corpus Allo both had an illness. Corpus Allo did not dress, and Merz Lincolns backed up last game, so we really don't know who's going to be starting. And the Capitals are just really good right now. Even this whole season, they've kind of been surprising people. They're 7-1-4 and four at home. Jackets are kind of getting exposed recently, three straight losses. Uh, it's a back-to-back for for the Capitals, but it's kind of a, kind of a get-right spot for them. So I see, I like the Capitals here, and I, I also like the over. I have to go, go against your town. The, the Capitals have played six straight overs here. I could see the Blue Jackets putting up a few goals. Blue Jackets have given up six goals in two of the past three games. So I like the over, especially if Merz Lakins does not play. Town didn't learn his lesson last time, and I told him the Stars would crush him. <laughs> crush those damn Jackets. Uh, and the same thing's going to happen here. The Capitals is a much better team. Great at home. The Jackets, they have a losing record away from home. I mean, at home they're okay, but away from home they're getting destroyed. So I, I love uh I love the Capitals here. They're gonna they're gonna crush these damn Jackets. Um uh yeah, the the Caps, they're scoring goals for fun. Fifth in the league in goals per game. And the Capitals, you know what? They're twenty fifth in goals against per game, so that equals goals for Washington. So if you want to play the Capitals team total or Capitals regulation, I'm all for that. Capitals, buck line, whatever. They're going to beat Columbus here. No doubt about it. But those nerd stats, I don't know how much you can rely on them, man. I don't know. I don't even use expected stats. goals. Those are those, the plain those nerd, stats. Those nerd stats like goals for and against. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> 
Well, I've had too many beers to be looking at the nerd stats. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, either way, Blackets are going to run. Fuck everything Joel just said. Here we go. Okay, moving down here, boys. 7 p.m. slot. What a red-hot game here we have. We have the Montreal Canadiens against the Nashville Predators, or should we say Smashville Predators, with those new jerseys they announced, with the guitar pick on them. Those got to be the ugliest thing since the fucking New Jersey Devil jerseys. <laughs> Anyways, the game's at 7 p.m. The game itself is in Nashville. Montreal Moneyline pays off plus 170. Nashville Moneyline minus 200. The over-under is set at 5.5. The overpays minus 115. The under minus 105. Boys, I don't know how you don't take anything other than Nashville in regulation here. It's paying off minus 110. The Habs can fuck off. They can use all the jerseys that were thrown on the ice and wipe their goddamn tears <laughs> off their eyes. Fuck this team. Fuck this franchise. They're going through a rebuild. I wouldn't even say a rebuild, I guess. They're going through just turmoil. Utter and pure turmoil. Maybe it's the Leaf fan me coming out, but fuck Montreal. Nashville's going to go in there and win in regulation. Let's go Smashville, baby. <laughs> All right, first of all, shout out to all the DJs that are listening to this Hockey Gambling Podcast on the weekend. But if you're watching this game at 7 o'clock, when you have Boston-Tampa on, you have a few <laughs> other good teams on, you're a true DJN. So this game is just a battle of, of two shit teams. I lean to Nashville just because they're actually a decent team and the, and the Habs are just complete frauds. Um, so, yeah, like, like Talon said, Nashville in regulation is probably the the best bet to get the uh, get the value there because you can't lay minus two hundred on a team like Nashville. Maybe the under just because both these teams can't score, but I feel like Nashville regulation is the only play here if you have to bet it. Yeah, I won't say Montreal are frauds because their shittiness is playing on display <laughs> and there's nothing fraudulent about their shittiness. Stanley <laughs> Cup just... final last year. Okay, last year they were definitely frauds. I'll give you that. Um, but you know what? That was that was a great team. You know. They had Shea Weber and Kerry Price and Corey Perry. They had these veterans on the team. And I could see how that team gets things done in the playoffs. But this team does not have that. This team has given up. This team does not even have a GM right now. So, uh, <laughs> yeah, Predators and regulation all the way. I'm looking at the Habs shot totals recently. They got outshot by 13, 8, 17, 13, 6, 7. 19 in their past what six or seven games there that's just that's just crazy this team is just bad no but you don't understand man they made it to the finals last year so none of this matters <laughs> it's true <laughs> just wait till kucherov goes back to montreal <laughs> <laughs> i get the fuck out of here <laughs> all right on that note we'll move on down here boys Again, to the 7 p.m. slot, we have none other than the Red Hot, not so much after getting their fucking shit lit 8-3 against the Leafs. We have the Colorado Avalanche against the Ottawa Senators. The game itself is in Ottawa at the 7 p.m. slate. Colorado Moneyline pays off minus 240. Ottawa Moneyline plus 195. The over-under is set at 6. The over pays minus 120. The under plus 100. Joel, what the fuck do you got for us here, bud? I've got Nathan McKinnon. I've got Kale McCarr, I've got Gabriel Landeskog, I've got Mika Rantanen, and I've got Nazem Kadri. Okay? And the Senators, they got shit. So, the Avalanche are going to roll here. Senators, they got a huge win against the Canes somehow. Uh, I'm sure that's spoiled a lot of uh, money line parlays, among other bets. Um, but the, the Avalanche are going to crush their dreams here. I mean, the the Senators, they had a 
<laughs> they had their their GM on the plane with them going into Carolina there, and uh, clearly he was uh, pressing them to win that game, and, and they responded, I guess, or at least <laughs> Anton Forsberg did because he stopped 47 of 49 shots, which is the only way they won that game. Kid's a gamer, man. He's done that a few times this year. Yeah. But the thing is with the Avalanche, they don't have a goalie right now. Kemper Kemper's hurt, and we got JJ in net. So the only way that we can win this game is by all-out attack. So it's just gonna matter of it's just a matter of skill, and we're gonna put the puck in the net. So I'm gonna go with the Avs team total over three and a half, only minus one fifteen on DraftKings. I think that's a lock. Guys, how how many times have we said that we're not gonna get screwed over by the Senators again? Several times. <laughs> Over the past several weeks, and I fucking let it happen again. How did they beat the Hurricanes? Hurricanes had fucking 49 shots. Anton <laughs> Forsberg, he started the season 46 sh- saves on 48 shots to beat the Leafs. Then he allowed three goals on 29 shots, two goals on three shots, four on 16, four on 33, and four on 33, and then two on 49 against the Hurricanes. Hurricanes couldn't even get three to get the fucking team total over two and a half. <laughs> I'm going to end up betting the, betting the Avalanche here. I'll probably bet them puck line and the one by one, or I'll bet them regulation. They'll win in overtime. So, Avers still win and they'll get screwed. But this team, the centers, it just keeps screwing me. I, I keep going back to betting against them. I probably will on Saturday here just because the Avs are that good. But also, this is going to be one of the games I'm looking at for some uh, shots on goal props, as well as the Capitals game we already talked about. Capitals and Avs both shoot a lot, and the Senators and the Blue Jackets allow a lot of shots. So look for those shots props after my uh, Senators rant there. Shout out to everybody. Check out the Slack group, Sports Gambling Podcast Network Slack channel, the hockey group. You will see Ryan's fucking shot props in that group. That's the place to be. You will win that goddamn money. Now, with that being said, Gentlemen, what are you expecting here? You know what I'm expecting? I'm expecting Jonas Johan Johansson to shit the fucking bed because Ottawa's going to win on the money line, plus 195. I'm all in on this goddamn team against Colorado. They're going to fucking go in there. They're at home. The Suns are ready to go in Canada because they can't even fucking play in their own goddamn city in Ottawa. They're going to win a goddamn game here against Colorado, paying off plus 195. And I was looking for stats again for the second or week in a row. I couldn't find any, but you know what I do know? I grew up around the Oshawa area. And you know who won a Memorial Cup for Oshawa? Head coach DJ Smith. Who's the head coach of the Ottawa Senators? Goddamn DJ Smith, former assistant coach of the Toronto Maple Leafs. He's going to coach this team to victory over against the goddamn Avalanche. I'm banking it right now. I'm on Ottawa, plus 195 in this game. Fucking Jonas Johan Johansson is going to get his fucking tits lit. Tim Stutzel is going to get a hattie. I'm calling it right now. Ottawa's the play here, boys. This guy's only saying that because the only abs game he watched was against the Leafs. <laughs> the worst game of the year. That's, that's the only reason. He thinks the abs are the same level as the Senators. Disregards everything else. You go and you light up fucking Montreal and you're looking past the Sens, buddy. Them pesky boys. Anybody listening from Ottawa, you know I got your back. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> All right. Moving down here, fellas. Again, do the 7 p.m. slot. And this is a big game right here. This is a big money game. We have none other than 
The hottest team in the league, the red-hot Toronto Maple Leafs, 15 out of 17 in their last 17 games against the Minnesota Wild. Game itself is in Minnesota. Toronto Moneyline pays off minus 120. Minnesota Moneyline plus 100. The over-under is set at 6, both over and under, playing 110. Boys, there's no other play here in this game than to fucking risk it all. This goddamn Leafs team has been good offensively, defensively, in net, on the power play, on the penalty kill. I'm taking fucking Leafs money line minus 120, Leafs puck line plus 190, and I'm taking the over six at minus 110. I'm telling you right now, this team's going to go into Minnesota. They're going to score four. Cam Talbot's been unreal this this year, rather. It doesn't fucking matter. They're going to bury the biscuit, and Minnesota's a good team, too. So I know Jack Campbell's been playing pretty goddamn well, but don't get me wrong. Minnesota can still score a 102. Don't get me wrong with Kapro Kaprizov. So like I said, Leafs money line, Leafs puck line, and the over, that's the play in this goddamn game. The Leafs are hot right now, but they have to hit a wall sometime. And I feel like the Wild are going to be the type of team that can take them down. They can get scoring from anyone. They have fucking Ryan Hartman scoring as over a dozen goals, I think. Fucking whoever else they have. And the Wild, they have some big wins recently. 7-1 over Winnipeg, 4-2 Tampa, 5-2, 5-2. They've won five in a row. They've won five straight at home as well. And the Leafs really haven't done too well on the road this season. They've beat in, they've beat in, they've won in Chicago, Philly, Buffalo, the Islanders, yes, the Kings, the Sharks, and the Ducks. None of those are playoff teams. They've lost in Ottawa, in Pittsburgh, and Carolina. Those three teams, well, the two teams are playoff teams, and one team is a team that's uh, talent is somehow bank backing tomorrow. So, they beat, and they beat Colorado with a, a sandbag for a goaltender. Yeah, so, <laughs> <laughs> excuses, excuses. So, so Leafs gone on the, on the road. Minnesota's nine and two at home. They're plus one hundred. You might be able to get them, get them more for, at a different book or closer to game time. Give me the Wild here as the home underdogs. Yeah, I fucking hate these teams. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's my handicap. Burn them all. Um, but my lean would be to Maple Leafs, given the regular season, because we know we're going to fail in the playoffs. Leafs can have the President's Trophy. That'll just get them all hyped up, and it'll make all the glorious sweeter when they fail in the first round <laughs> against the eighth seed in the Eastern Conference, the New York Islanders. You heard it here first. The Islanders beat the Leafs in the first round of the Eastern <laughs> Conference playoffs. <laughs> Joel, once again, you and I are going to have to talk after this podcast and put some money on that. Because I'm telling you right fucking now, there's no way this goddamn team is losing to the fucking Islanders with everything that happened to JT. No, no, no. They're going to take their vengeance on the Leafs for that. Mark my words. But after this game, I honestly have no clue. This is this is a, a zero value play on either side. I will not give you a a lean even in this game. (laughs) All right, folks. So moving down again to the 7.30 p.m. slot here. We have the Buffalo Sabres against the fucking Carolina Hurricanes. The game itself is in Carolina. Looks like Buffalo Moneyline pays off plus 235. Carolina Carolina Moneyline minus 300. The puck line, if if you're interested for Carolina, pays off minus 115. Over-under set at 6. The over pays minus 120. The under plus 100. Honestly, boys, looking into this here, coming off a loss to Ottawa, I'm kind of liking Carolina puck line minus 115. This is a bounce back game for these guys. It's These are obviously one of the best teams in the league, if not the best team in the league, the Carolina Hurricanes consistently. 
I think they're ready to bounce back here. And playing a weaker team like Buffalo, I wouldn't be surprised to see them win by two, if not three, or even maybe four goals here. So I'm fucking liking the Hurricanes puck line on this one, paying off minus 115. I want to join in there. I, I want to be in that mindset, but the Hurricanes screwed me the other night against Ottawa. I can't go right back to them. Even though they had 49 shots, outside them 49-20. They outshot the Stars 40-16. But the Hurricanes, for some reason, can't score right now. They have two two or less goals in five of the last six games. In the one game, they scored six goals against the Flyers, who are awful right now. The Buffalo's awful as well. So it's just this is just a complete... You bet Carolina. I'm also going to be looking for Carolina shots on goal props here. They average nearly 34 shots a game. Buffalo allows 34 shots a game, which is the third most in the league. So look for Svechnikov, Aho, maybe some Teravine and Sog props tomorrow night. Yeah, this is basically the same handicap as we saw with the Senators playing the Hurricanes. Um, you expect the Hurricanes to bounce back. They are on a big uh, down streak here, and the Sabres. You know, they're not playing as well as they were in the beginning of the season. And, of course, we saw what uh, Aaron Dell was made of the other night. <laughs> we saw the real Aaron <laughs> Dell in the second half of that game against the Panthers. And, and uh, if it's Tukarski, he's not much better. So it's it's all about the Canes here. Minus one and a half. I'm willing to lay that because I still believe in this team. And the coaching, as mad as Rod Brindamore is right now at the refs, he's even madder at his team. So... They will get behind him, and they will score some goals finally, and they'll put the Sabres away. But you know what? The over might be a good look, too, because the the Canes have been letting a few in, and the Sabres, they, they can actually score two, three goals a game. So over six isn't a good look either. Isn't a bad look either. So Canes minus one and a half, over six. Those would be my leans in this game. I can confirm that, too. Over the past couple of years, Freddie Anderson – Hasn't played that great against Buffalo when he was a Leaf. So the over there isn't a bad play, man. I'll give you that. All right, moving down again to the 8 p.m. slot here. We have the Chicago Blackhawks against the New York Rangers. Looks like the game itself is in New York. Uh, Chicago Moneyline pays off plus 150. New York Moneyline minus 175. The over-under set at 6. Uh, overpaying minus 120. The under plus 100. Joel, what do you got here, bud? Oh, the Rangers. They finally had to put it all together. Like at the beginning of the season, they were all depending on Shesterkin. They weren't getting the offense, not quite the defense. Shesterkin was just bailing them all the time. But now they've actually got some offense going. Uh, expected goals are way up. Uh, expected goals against are way down. So I, I love the Rangers in the spot, um, even though they're on a back-to-back here. Although they didn't have to put much effort against the, the Sharks, who are a shitty team. I still believe that. Um and an under six isn't a, isn't a bad look here. I think we got screwed the other day. I bet that. I believe Talon bet that as well uh, when the Blackhawks played the Capitals. I think under six is the right look. I think we've got some closing line value there. Uh, but the Blackhawks, yeah, they're playing a more defensive game recently. And the Rangers, they got the goaltending. They got the defense now. So I would lean to the under six here as well as Rangers maybe in the regulation or a money line parlay or just play in the money line. Minus 175. That's not too bad, is it? Yeah, Rangers are red hot right now. The only thing that's concerning me is tonight uh, Shesterkin went down with an injury. So Gorgiev, who is starting against the Blackhawks, had to play 15 minutes about, 14.52. Saved all nine shots he faced. He's going tomorrow. His goals against average is over four. So I'm not too sure about the under there, but... 
the Rangers are red hot. They've won eight of nine. Their only loss has been to those uh those, those pesky Maple Leafs there in Toronto. So I, I like the Rangers here in regulation minus one ten. Uh, they're six one and one at home. Chicago's three seven and one on the road. So I feel like the Rangers here are the better team, and even with their their backup goalie, and they'll be able to beat the Blackhawks. No, I got to say I'm right there with Joel uh, when it comes to New York money line. If you wanted to sprinkle that minus one seventy five, that's definitely worth it. But the Andrews to play, and I know there's a bit of doubt here on Alexander Gorgiev. Guys, I've watched this guy burn the Leafs at least four times in the last three years. This kid can fucking play, all right. New York subtly has probably, I, I'd have to give them at least maybe the top 10, 1A and 1B goalies in the entire league. Gorgiev is a good goalie. His stats don't necessarily show it this year, but it's like almost just because Shostorkin has had the majority of the games. So Alexander Gorgiev can put up good numbers. He has a good tendy. Maybe it's the Russian connection. I don't know what it is there, but he's a goddamn good goalie. The kid's going to put up numbers. His numbers so far don't look that great. Like Ryan said, he's under four uh, goals against average and shit, but he's still pretty goddamn good. So I'm liking Gorgiev. I'm liking the under here paying off plus one or uh, minus 110. That's what I had on this one. Let's fucking go here. I'm on that, boys. This fucking guy, he bases all of his picks on how they play against the Leafs, right? Yeah. <laughs> the abs and how Georgiev, how you played against the Leafs one Yo, time. He has burnt us more than twice, though. At least three times in the past three goddamn years. So give me some I remember that game. I made yeah. money. I made money on that game. I remember <laughs> that <laughs> I didn't deserve that one, but thank you, Georgiev. <laughs> all right. Moving down to the last game slate here we have on the Saturday night. We have the 10 p.m. slot. It's none other than the Pittsburgh Penguins against the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, looks like the game itself is in Vancouver. Pittsburgh money line pays off minus 145. Vancouver money line plus 125. Over under set at 5.5. Both over and under paying minus 110. Ryan, what do we got here, bud? We got the only late game on the slate. We have we have eight games between seven and eight. One late game. You need a play, and I got a play for you. You take the under here. The Penguins have gone under in five of their past seven oh. games. The only two games that's gone over is when they allowed five goals. I don't see Vancouver scoring five, even though they scored six last game in Ottawa. Uh, Jari's kind of turned it on recently, so I feel like the under here is the only play. Vancouver's gone under in two of their past three and five of their past seven. So I'm not sure which side to take here, but I definitely do like the under. Yeah, uh, agreed. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say about the shitty Canucks team. <laughs> Give me the under. <laughs> Brian said it all. Um, there's nothing else to say because this Canucks team sucks. I mean, they, they beat some bad teams. They beat the Canadians, whatever their worst team, but when they beat the Sands too, or an even worse team. So just, just fake Canucks goals under team total two and a half against the Canucks penguins. They're probably going to score two and Canucks just goal one, two to one is the correct score. Boys. I fucking love that. Cause what I had written down is. The under at 5.5. Tristan Jari has been absolutely unreal this year. And we all know what Thatcher Demko can do if he gets hot on a night. Doesn't have the team playing in front of him the greatest. But the under at 5.5 has to be the play here. Ryan, you called it with everything you said. Joel, you backed it up. And I'm fucking in on it too, boys, here. So the under at 5.5, paying off minus 110, has to be the way to go. No doubt. (laughs) We're brought to you by Better Fantasy. Better Fantasy is a new free-to-play app that lets you sync your fantasy football league and bet on the matchups. You can cash out for gift cards when your bets hit and even help raise money for charity along the way. 
It's a brand new company looking to grow their early adapter community. It's a slick app and it's fun to use. One of the reasons we love it is they also offer prop betting. So if you're in a state that hasn't legalized gambling yet, you can get in on some prop bets on Better Fantasy. It's totally free to play. Download today for iPhone and Android. Check them out today at betterfantasy.com SGPN. That's B-E-T-T-O-R fantasy.com slash Since when did sports betting become so rigid? Sports betting is meant to be social. When I picture betting, I picture bootleggers with mustaches tossing bets around in a speakeasy. SoBet is taking the social lineage of betting and putting a modern twist on it by providing a modern platform. SoBet is changing the game with their new product. Head over to SoBet.io and create an account to see for yourself. Through their fully functioning and free web application, you can access a demo of their app, which will launch next fall. The app includes consensus lines from Vegas, a feed of what other people are betting on, and the ability to send friendly wagers to anyone you know via text, QR codes, and links, among other methods. No money is transacted on the app, and it is purely competitive. Next time you're with your friends watching sports, turn the dial up a notch. Go to SoBet.io and see who can hit the most ridiculous bets. Users have the ability to place bets off Vegas odds or generate a bet by changing any metric they want, as long as somebody is on the other side to accept. Let's get back to the roots of betting with SoBet. Go to SoBet.io, that's SoBet.io today, to join the revolution. The SGPN app is now live in the App Store and Google Play Store. The app gives you easy access to all our picks and podcasts. Don't forget to toss us an app review and download the SGPN app today. And don't forget, make sure you head over to prizepicks.com and get signed up today to get that 100% deposit bonus using promo code SGP. All right, fellas, that covers up our Saturday slate here. With that being said, we got a nice six-game slate here on Sunday here. Are you guys ready to dive into it or what? Yeah, let's dive in. All right. That's, boy. let's move on to the first slate here. We have... The Tampa Bay Lightning against the Philadelphia Flyers. The game itself is at 6 p.m. The game is in Philadelphia. Tampa Bay money line minus 135. Philadelphia money line plus 115. The over under set at 5.5. Uh, the over pays. Oh, burp there. The over pays <laughs> minus 120. The under pays plus 100. Ryan, kick us off here, bud. What do we got? We're going from one of our shitty teams in the Canucks to another team that's really pretty shitty right now in the Flyers. I mean, they just had three days off, but we were discussing it after we recorded the last pod. They're they're not playing well recently. They've lost, what, seven in a row now. They haven't really been close in any games. They forced overtime against Tampa and Florida. Um, just had three days off. Chuck Fletcher requested, there was a press conference requested. He had a state of the team presser. He was saying everyone still has their jobs. No one's being fired. But, I mean, it's a, it's a tough week here for the Flyers. They got Tampa and Colorado on a back-to-back. They could easily lose nine in a row there. I feel like you have to hammer the Lightning minus 135. If this was if this was in Tampa Bay, they'd be probably minus 175, if not more. So the only thing kind of holding that back is the Lightning haven't been as good on the road as they have been at home this season. But unless the Flyers figured something out in practice during their few off days, I don't see them doing anything against the Lightning. I'm of uh, two frames of mind here. Uh, Part of me thinks that the Bruins are going to win on Saturday, which means that the Lightning are probably going to win on Sunday against the measly Flyers. On the other hand, (laughs) it's going to be Brian fucking Elliott in net for the Lightning. Oh, yes, it is. So over five and a half looks tempting. 
those would be my leans there. Um, then again, you know, Brian Elliott used to be a flyer, right? So <laughs> maybe a bit of a revenge game. Um, I don't know. Yeah, you have to wait and see what happens with the Lightning, the Bruins at this point. The Lightning lose that game, just hammer them against the Flyers. They're not going to lose both. Uh, but right now, I think the stronger bet is over five and a half from the Sunday game if Vasilevsky gets a start on Saturday. Joel, you mentioned exactly what I wanted to say, buddy. As a goalie, the Brian Elliott fucking revenge game is ready to go. He's going to go in there. He's going to say, fuck you, Ryan, specifically. He's going to say, fuck you, the Pan- or Philadelphia Flyers. Tampa Bay money line, minus 135 is the play. This team's going to want to play good in front of him, knowing that the fact that he's been there before. I'm taking Tampa. Money line, minus 135. Brian Elliott's ready to go. Fuck the Philadelphia Flyers. I'm sorry, Ryan. He'll probably be at this game. And your tears would be my fucking joy. Buddy. Your tears would be my joy. I mean, come on. You're you're joining all Flyers fans right now and saying, fuck the Flyers. They haven't won in weeks. They want everyone fired. They want everyone traded. They want change. You're, you're just every Flyers fan in the building will be saying, fuck the Flyers if they lose tomorrow night. Yeah, maybe if you guys start Martin Jones, they'll have a better chance. About all the backups. <laughs> yeah. All right, fellas, moving down again here to, again, at the 6 p.m. slot. We have the San Jose Sharks against the Columbus Blue Jackets. Game itself is in Columbus. Uh, looks like San Jose money line pays off plus 100. Columbus money line minus 120. The over-under set at 5.5, both over and under, playing minus 110. Come on, boys. You know who I'm going to pick here, right? Columbus money line minus 120 on a back-to-back. It's time for this team to prove that they're legit and that they're a playoff contender here. And if they can win two games in a row on a back-to-back, especially against a team as strong as San Jose, I shouldn't say as strong, but let's face it, the Sharks have been playing pretty goddamn well, right? Nobody can discount that. But if Columbus can come out with this victory, I'm all in on the Blue Jackets here. Columbus, money line 120. That's got to be the play. There's just so much up in the air here. We don't. We talked about it for Saturday's game. We don't know what the Columbus goaltending situation is going to be. Hopefully for them, they have Merz Leakins back and, and Corpus Allo back so they can start both of those because they're both pretty solid. And then the Jackets are 8-3-0 at home this season. And the Sharks kind of, they're they're playing well recently, but they're they're play, probably playing over their heads. So Columbus may be, may be the play here, but I really have to wait to see what happens on Saturday with them. Yeah, again, these back-to-back games are tricky because you have to wait and see what happens on Saturday. But that said, I think the Jackets lose on Saturday as a road team. And they're much better at home. And you know what I think about the Sharks? I think they're happy, fat, and content with what they've done in this road trip so far. So I, I think the Jackets can respond here with a win against the Sharks. That would be my lean at this point. Uh, Friday night. Uh, yeah. Jackets, they're not a good team. Sharks, not a good team. They're both worse than the record suggests. But uh, Jackets at home, I'll take them. All right, moving down to the 7.30 p.m. slot here. We have the Chicago Blackhawks against the New York Islanders. Game itself is in New York. Uh, Looks like Chicago money line pays off, plus 135. New York money line, minus 155. The over-under set at 5.5. Overpaying minus 105, the underpaying minus 115. This one's a toughie for me. Because one side of me is like, New York should beat Chicago. But the other side of me says, fuck the Islanders. I'm taking Chicago money line plus 135. 
fuck New York. I hate this goddamn team. I won't bet against you. I won't bet for you all goddamn year long. <laughs> Chicago's going to go in there. Patrick Kane's firing up. He had a great shootout goal the other night, obviously. What do you expect? Jonathan Taves is back. This team is ready to fucking roll. Fuck New York. You suck. Chicago Moneyline is the play to go. Let's take the dogs at plus 135. I heard a beer crack there. I don't know who did it, but I fucking love it. I'm going to drink one, too. Let me crack this, cocksucker. Let's fucking go Blackhawks. For my first note for this game, I have written shit show game. This is just a game you have no idea what's going to happen. It's a back-to-back for both teams. You don't know what goalie's starting. Um, Islanders won the first meeting 4-1 on October 19th, back when Chicago was really trying to find their game. They've been better recently, so maybe go for them. Both teams should lose on Saturday, I feel like. But maybe here, go for the under, just back-to-back for both teams. Islanders can't score. They always try to slow it down with Barry, Barry Trotz anyway. They've had four straight unders. That could be the look. Maybe look for a correct score, 0-0 after 60 minutes. Go to overtime without a goal. Just maybe even... but. But seriously, look oh, for this the, guy loves fun. Look for, <laughs> <laughs> look for what, whatever the 60-minute draw line is. It's usually plus 300 around there. It could, could be that. It's going it's to be a low-scoring game. I feel like the best play is definitely the under. <laughs> well, I said that the Islanders would win against the Red Wings, but if they don't beat the Red Wings, they'll beat the Blackhawks. <laughs> One of these games, they're probably going to win both, to be honest, because the Islanders are back. This is their back against the wall weekend, and uh, Blackhawks—they're gonna be—they're gonna be in a fight against the Rangers the previous night, and uh, you know, uh, man, <laughs> I'm trying to build confidence in the Islanders here. I've already expended it all <laughs> in the first one against the Wings. <laughs> I don't know about winning both of them. Um, <laughs> I might have picked the wrong lock to uh, give a spoiler for later. But uh, this game, yeah, you just have to wait and see what happens on Saturday. There's no way you can pick this game on Sunday on Friday night. Uh, <laughs> this is this this line's going to move radically no matter what happens. Um, uh, yeah, I, I lean under because uh, Blackhawks have a good goalie, backup goalie. Islanders have a good backup goalie. So at this point, I was under five and a half. That is my solid pick Friday night before Sunday, before Saturday. Friday night is my under five and a half. <laughs> Blackhawks <laughs> outers. <laughs> All right, moving down again to the APM slate here. We have the Los Angeles Kings against the goddamn Edmonton Oilers. Game itself is in Edmonton. Los Angeles plays off plus 155. Edmonton minus 180. The over-under set at six. Overpays minus 120. The under plus 100. Ryan, what do you got for us here, bud? The Oilers haven't lost back-to-back games this season. They had a, had a tough 4-3 loss in Seattle on Friday night here. We were on the Oilers. I'm on the Oilers again here. They're not having back-to-back losses against Seattle and then at home against the Kings. The Kings have lost 8 of 9. We said this for, with for the Calgary game. Their only win was against the Senators, who we know suck. So Edmonton at home here, minus 180. That's kind of juicy. Give me give me the puck line of regulation if you look for something better. All right. Kings, Oilers, over six. That's the lock because the Oilers always play over games. And with Sunday, there's a lot of goals on Sundays. And... Uh... <laughs> <laughs> 
like, oh, fuck off of this, man. I like it. A lot of goals on Sundays. That's got to be the play. We're fucking taking the over here on LA Kings, Edmonton Oilers. McDavid tries to get us out. They're both going to score four. Fucking the over's the play, right? No? Yeah, let's do it. <laughs> Buddy, that's all I had in my notes right there, too. So we're in the same fucking boat here, Joel. The over's the way to go. Fuck this. The Oilers hit over. It's what they goddamn do. It's what they've done all goddamn year long. And you know what? LA can fucking score too. So if they're willing to give us a fucking over six at minus 120, Joel tried to say it. I'll fucking <laughs> say it. The over's going to goddamn hit. I'm sure Ryan agrees. Oh, yeah. Give me the fucking over all, all ah, day. Boy. It's a Sunday. What else are you going to bet? And you know what? Everybody in the goddamn Slack channel is going to be on the Edmonton over anyway. So. Mm-hmm. We're right fucking with there, you boys. Edmonton team total. The total in the game over. That's the fucking way to go. Now, speaking of big games, I don't know if it gets bigger than this, boys. We have the goddamn Toronto fucking Maple Leafs against the Winnipeg Jets at the 8 p.m. slot. The game itself is in Winnipeg. Toronto money line pays off minus 130. Winnipeg money line plus 110. The over-under is set at 6. Overpays plus 100. The under minus 120. Let me tell you, boys. This team right now. This team is red fucking hot. We're going to win the night before on the Saturday. We're going to win the night on the Sunday against Winnipeg, too. Like I said before on the Saturday games, I'm on the fucking Leafs money line minus 130. I'm on the fucking Leafs puck line plus 180. And you know what? I'm on the over too because Austin Matthews is going to light the fucking titties up. Leafs are wagging all around. They're hotter than Justin Bieber and his new Timbits in fucking Canada or at least in <laughs> Toronto. The Leafs are the play here. What the fuck do you boys think? Well, it's a tough back-to-back there for, for Toronto, especially after going to be coming off a loss on Saturday. So they're going into Winnipeg off a loss. It's gonna gonna be a uh, could be tough for them, but yeah, the Leafs are hot. If they lose Saturday, I feel like they're gonna win Sunday. Um, if they win Saturday, they, they might lose Sunday. Uh, they, but they could they could stay hot too. I don't know. Winnipeg is they're, they're kind of they're kind of confusing. They had a had a came back against the Devils, or they had had a lead. Devils came back and they went end up with an eight four. They've had forty shots in that game, forty six outshot the Coyotes, forty six fifteen, lost one nothing. I feel like Winnipeg at home here as, as dogs may be the play. Well, I got to bounce back from my previous game. And that's why I'm back at the Jets, because oh. when it all else fails, just fade the Leafs. Because you know what? I think the Leafs will win against the Wild. I will cheer for them to beat the hated Wild. But in this case, the Jets will be waiting for them at home in snowy Winnipeg. And they will crush their dreams. And, uh, yeah. Plus, over six, because there's goals on Sunday. <laughs> okay. Let me step in here for a quick second. Brian, have you ever had the Timbit? Um, <laughs> I, I don't believe so. No, the only Tim Hortons I've gone to, I went to the one on the Canada side at Niagara Falls, which I imagine is not a good Tim Hortons. So I have not, no. So, Joel, as a Vancouver native, Canadian to the heart, through and through, you've had Timbits. I have. Have you had a B-Bit? A what? A B-Bit, a Bieber bit. <laughs> No. <laughs> no. Well, me it hasn't made its way to Vancouver. Oh, no? Is that only a Toronto thing? I've never seen it. Never heard okay. of it. Okay. Let me tell you. I had it. My mom bought... They have a merch line. My mom bought the fucking fanny pack, the backpack, the beanie. She says it's going to be worth a million dollars. 
I'm riding with Sheila here. The Leafs are the <laughs> fucking go. <laughs> Sheila Jenkins is the pick to tail on fucking this one. So the Leafs are the way to go. Don't listen to anything these guys said. That's got to be the play. <laughs> because of the Timbit? Exactly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Moving on down here to the final 10 p.m. slot on this Sunday. We have the Calgary Flames against the Vegas Golden Knights. The game itself is in Las Vegas. Uh, it looks like Calgary Moneyline pays off plus 110. Vegas Moneyline minus 130. The over-under set at 5.5. Over pays minus 120. The under plus 100. Joel, take us home here, bud. Well, you might as well just bet the over now because you'll be chasing with an over bet late in the day anyway, right? <laughs> <laughs> Uh yeah, give me the give me the Knights here. The Flames they beat the Ducks here. Um, they gotta be like like I said earlier, feeling fat and happy with another team. I don't remember who. Uh, with this road trip, uh, and the Knights they're a great road team or home team. And uh, fuck the Flames. Uh, they can't rely on Markson forever. And the Knights <laughs> they have a lot more firepower, and they'll they'll be able to. Demolish the flames here, and and I do like goals because I don't think that Markstrom can do it. What are you laughing at? <laughs> I'm making sense, aren't I? <laughs> no, both teams will score here over five and a half. While you can get it, I mean it'll be over six on Sunday. Um, but at the moment, I will take the Knights at home at minus one thirty. Yeah, fl- Flames are feeling good right now. They had a home shootout win against the Penguins. They won. In LA, the one in Anaheim by one goal each. So I feel like they're gonna go into Vegas here, and it's just gonna be—it's late game, ten o'clock. You want Vegas on the money line? They just beat Arizona seven-one. They slowed down towards the end of the game, and it's Sunday. We're in Vegas. There's gonna be goals. Give me the over. I do like the overplay. That was a very good point by Ryan here, but I've been waiting all year long for this podcast. I've been waiting for the show where I was finally kind of drunk enough to say this. The goddamn Las Vegas Knights are fake this year. Calgary's going to fucking run all over them. Leonard will never be Marc-Andre Fleury. Calgary's going to fucking win this game out here. The Vegas Golden Knights are not even going to make the goddamn playoffs. Calgary's going to win this goddamn game. Vegas shit. They'll never be what they thought they were. It's time. They were good for four years. They were good for three years, whatever the fuck it might be. They're not going to be this good this year. Their team is slipping. I know they're in a weaker division. Well, they're a weaker goddamn team. Calgary's going to get the win. Moneyline fucking paying off plus 110. That's got to be the play right there. I'm on the fucking flames. I don't know if I, uh, I don't know if I quite agree with it, but I love the take because... The Knights, they don't they don't treat their players the way they should, right? They they don't they don't treat the long term. They just want to win. It's next it's next guy in, next guy out, buddy. We'll no sign one the biggest free players, agent man. and then you're gone. Every team yeah, does that. Watch Eichel being nah nah, not like the Knights. Knights, they move them on every two years. They've <sighs> only been a team yeah. for fucking that's, four that's years. Mo- that's for <laughs> yeah, they no, no, they keep moving them on. There's no loyalty. Like look what the Avalanche did to keep Landeskog, right? It's, you know, you know what? maybe the flyers aren't so good, but uh... <laughs> Joel, it comes down to what you said last podcast, dude. It comes down to the owner, and I think the owner has his fingers involved a little bit too much, and that's not necessarily a good thing. 
Right. They got yeah, a little he, taste of uh, success that first year. Now he, he just wants to cross the line. So he's willing to do whatever it takes to get over the line. But long term sustainability, I think that uh, it's 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 going to cost them. So are you saying the Knights are missing the playoffs, too? You're saying that as well? Are you, are you no, I said I, I, I said take? I wouldn't. No, no, no. I said I wouldn't agree with them, but I, I like the take because I don't agree with the Knights are doing long term. And uh, yeah, I would I would. I would like them to miss the playoffs, honestly, but I don't think they will. But I, I just don't like the way that they uh, treat their 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 uh, long term future. Like uh, they were they were they, they they just trade away draft picks and they traded away the prospects just to get like a little tasty treat, like Jack Eichel. I mean, we don't even oh. know if he's going to be a superstar. He was. Oh, those we'll draft see. picks we'll that, that had that had dreams of playing for the Vegas Golden Knights growing up. Just those dreams are crashed now. They got fucking Jack Eichel, one of the best players in the league. Would have been the number one overall pick if it wasn't for McDavid. Like, but imagine he, a, he imagine put, a one, he put up two. numbers in Buffalo. He's gonna be in Vegas. It could be a fucking hit line with him, Pacioretty, and Stone. They're gonna run shit in the playoffs and probably take out the Avs. But imagine a one-two <laughs> of him and Nick Suzuki. That wouldn't be bad either. But they yeah. trade those fucking prospects just to get better now. And that's yeah. going to come back to bite them in the ass, buddy. And Brands Cody, too. They, uh, they Cody Glass. Prospect defenseman there, too. Yeah, it's an interesting topic, boys. This is a discussion for another day. We'll definitely no, it's a discussion for now. Yeah, discussion for right now. <laughs> you can't bring this up and be like, oh, no, so, no, guys, sorry, we can't talk about it. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> I'm, all I'm saying, though, is I am pretty strong in my Vegas missing the playoffs this year point. And not to no fault of the team, they've had injury problems. They've had COVID problems. And, you know, acquiring Jack Eichel, that's fine. But he's not going to be bad for another three, four weeks. He's guys, skating so. already. Another three, four weeks? I would say that. Yep, I guarantee oh, after, after the Olympics. After Olympic yep. break, if they, if they even in go. February, yeah. If they do go. That's another. Now, that's a topic for another day. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, but right. I mean, Vegas... They're they're gonna make the playoffs. They're, they're gonna sneak in. The West isn't that good. They're they're in a playoff spot right now, even without most of their players. Without Eichel, who's gonna come back for the home stretch. I've had an itchy trigger figure on some uh, Vegas futures recently because they've been going up. So maybe you'll, ex- you'll, you'll, you'll score. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> taken them yet, but it's it's just with with the Eichel trade with like they're a slow start. People like Talon are kind of doubting them. So odds are getting better. No, I, I think that a, a real dynasty, a real good team like the Lightning, you know, they 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 mortgage some stuff, but they keep some stuff, and they they they're loyal to their players. They 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 develop their picks, they develop their prospects, and they, like Mikhail Sergachev is a great example. Um, I, I don't think the Knights are doing that. They're just going like uh like a big spending spree. They're just going for the big stars. That's what they've done. They're, last they're few trying years. to win. You got, you got yeah, to win. they're trying to win. Okay, but but I want to have a dynasty, right? We got to have a dynasty. You don't just have a one and done. I I, I like no, to see a team that you wants gotta, to You got to get the one. You have to get the one because you can't become a that. The Lightning got it because of I'm not gonna say because of two two like COVID seasons, but that definitely oh. impacted. It. But no, I'm not I'm not trying to say that about Lightning because they had two great teams. They've had they they're probably the one of the best mo- modern dynasties, them and probably the Blackhawks over the past decade or so, you know and, and and the Penguins. Brian, you you bring up a good point, buddy. Like what Vegas or sorry, you what uh, Tampa's done in the past couple of years, that's been pretty fucking crucial. And the fact that they've been able to win two cups in a row, I don't think we're going to see that too often in the modern era. So, like you said, you oh. should give credit where credit is due. You have to get one. Like you look at other sports teams that like make the final and come close and never win it. And you're like, they had a great team for five seasons, but never won at all. And fans want the championship. 
players want the championship, owners want the championship, so that's what they're trying for, even if they're maybe mortgaging some of their future. Maybe I'm just being an acolyte for Joe Sackick because this is the way he does things. He goes slowly but surely, you know, we'll build them up, we'll build them up, we'll get all these picks, we'll grow them. Like the Avalanche still have a huge prospect fuel growing up. Uh, a lot of good picks coming through. So that that's where I'm at. I like to have a like a multiple chance, like like ten years of trying to get the cup rather than just two or three, you know what I mean? That that's what the Avs are trying to do. You know, teams should try to be more like the Flyers, where they like win it back to back and then don't really win it at all for the next <laughs> almost fifty years. I mean, why don't teams try to do that more often? It could be worse. It could be the Leafs and not have a cup since fucking nineteen sixty seven, bud. So maybe build off that fucking model. Lose for seventy <laughs> years and then you'll finally get yours in the eightieth year. Yeah, we, we we got it right here. We got it right. Screw the Vegas Gold Knights trying to win early on. Come on. Lose yeah. your years and then to come talk to us. It's the long haul, baby. It's all about the long haul. Knights <laughs> not winning the cup. You heard it here first. Knights <laughs> not making the playoffs. With that being said, let's move down to our fucking Mortal Locks, Dogs, and Total Boys. It's been a long show here. Let's fucking get her going. You know what? I'm going to kick this one off here. I'm going to stay off with my lock. We have the Boston Bruins money line against the Tampa Bay Lightning, paying off minus 120. Boys, Boston is low-key a sleeper team this year. I know their goaltending isn't up to par with the lack of two Rask this year. You know, they've had some problems with Linus Allmark, etc. But this is a good team. And they've played significantly less games than most other... Oh, don't mind the burp. <laughs> significantly less games than... I'm leaving that in. I hope you know. Because I'm editing it. I don't give yeah. a fuck. But they played less games than most other teams. A lot of people aren't thinking of the Bruins because they look down the standings and they're like, hey, they're not that close to us. Well, they got four or five games in hand. I'm liking Boston over Tampa here. Uh, for my dog, I'm taking Chicago money line against the New York Islanders. Fuck New York. I hate those fucking pricks. Uh, Chicago's playing off plus 135. You know how I feel. They don't like JT. That's my goddamn boy. And for my total... The St. Louis Blues slash Florida Panthers game under six minus 105. I think we're going to see a goalie game here, even with Vinny Husso. It's a lot of people kind of doubting him. The kids showed up some good numbers this year. So I'm riding with them and we all know what Bob can do. So the under uh, six and minus 105, that has to be my total here. I'm sticking with that game for my lock. I I like the Panthers a lot here, uh, especially Bennington out. So my lock is the Panthers to win in regulation plus 110. We're coming off sweeping the locks. Let's do it again. Moving down to my dog. It's the Red Wings at plus 100. Not really a dog, but these the Red Wings were, came really close to being my lock. So I'm probably going to put at least a, a solid bet on this. Islanders just aren't good. Lost nine in a row. Detroit's won four straight. They're at home. They're 8-2-2 two two at home. I really don't understand the line at all. And then for my total, I'm going for the Penguins, Canucks under five and a half. Both teams can't really score. Both teams' goaltenders are playing really well this season and have a great track record. So those are my three picks for for, uh, for Saturday. Well, I've been killing it on my locks in this show so far, so I feel like I can, act, I can have a little, a little mulligan. So I'll take the Islanders. <laughs> a little confidence. <laughs> no, I don't have any confidence. I honestly don't have a, a huge lock on this slate. Um, but the Islanders are the closest thing to it. They're... They're a desperate team right now. They got to pull things together. They're a playoff team, but they got to work for it. And uh, they got the coaching staff. They got the management that's going to be barking in their ear. They're going to be going all out. And I don't think the Red Wings are, are quite at that level yet. 
And uh, so I'll take the Islanders there. And uh, the Jets, I'll take them on uh, plus 110 because the Leafs will beat the Wild and then they'll lose to the Jets because the Winnipeg will just be sitting home waiting for the Leafs to come to them. And uh, who wants to go to fucking Winnipeg in December? Not the <laughs> Leafs because they're soft. And for uh, my total, it'll be Colorado over three and a half goals, minus 115 on DraftKings, which is a steal because you cannot find that line anywhere else. But uh, I'll say that I'll play that up to minus 135 because the the Avs will score in bunches against the Senators. I do not believe that Forsberg or Gustafsson or whoever the fuck's is in net. The Avs will score in bunches. That is my slate for Saturday, Sunday. All right. Well said there, fellow. We'll give you that one. So by all means, everybody, go check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website. Uh, that's the place to be, guys. Honestly, if you're looking to make some money, all the picks are there when it comes to basketball, fucking football, hockey, golf, you name it. If they don't got it, you don't need it. So that's the goddamn place to be. Check out the Sports Gambling Podcast Network website uh, as well. Boys, shout out to all of our pals in the Slack group. That is the place to be. I know I said about the website, but the Slack group is honestly lit, yo. Honestly, I have so much goddamn fun there. Ryan's posting his picks. I'll throw a couple European bets when it comes to KHL. Joel's always fucking posting his shit in there, too. If you're not in the Slack group and you're listening to this podcast, be in the goddamn Slack group. We're quacking. We're having fun. It doesn't matter what team it is. Leafs are beating up on the fucking avalanche. That's the place to be. It doesn't matter. So be in the goddamn Slack group. Yeah, shout out to the Slack group and shout out to everyone out there that's still listening to this right now. We truly appreciate it after all that hot take talk a little bit ago. So <laughs> if you listen to this on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network feed, please consider subscribing to the Hockey Gambling Podcast feed wherever you listen to your podcast. Just search Hockey Gambling Podcast. If that's on Apple, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey. If it's on Spotify, you can go to sg.pn slash hockey s. Go ahead, subscribe. Let us know what you think. Leave us a five-star rating and review. All right, you can find me at Twitter at Talon underscore Jenkins 94. I'm Ryan Gilbert. You can follow me on Twitter at rgilbertsop. I'm Joel Martin. You can find me sleeping this one off. Because he's fucking drunk. <laughs> Peace.